Unlock Sportsbook is back, and game day just got a major upgrade. We're talking live in-game betting on more than 20 sports, wagers right up to the end of your favorite game, and thousands of ways to bet. How can you lose? All you've got to do is log on to your Island Luck account, select the Sportsbook tab, and start wagering today. Enjoy more sports, more futures, more fun with Island Luck Sportsbook and the best sports talk with 10thyearseniors.com. Betting in sports never looks so good. This is John Cloud Jones. This is Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. Yo, it's your boy Buddy Hughes. This is Jazz the Kid Chisholm. And you? Logged on to 10th Year Seniors. The 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. You logged in with 10th Year Seniors. Yippee! Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is the read option brought to you by Island Lux Sportsbook. As with any NFL product we bring to you, we have to remind you that Colin Kaepernick was blackballed from this league in the 21st century for peacefully protesting police brutality against minorities. We should all be conflicted about how much we love and follow this, make tons of money off of it, but we do. Here we are. The first ever week 18. It's the NFL season finale, regular season finale. John, uh, listen, before he even (laughs) says a word... I just have to tell the listening audience that John is still crestfallen. He's taken the Miami Dolphins loss a lot harder than I did because John grew to believe. Okay, I disagree with you because if you listen on the podcast, I already said what was going to happen. But when you can expect it, but when it does happen, it still hurts. No, but you know, I knew it was going to happen. I said... I, I wish I could pull the clip back. I specifically said the Dolphins are going to... My math was wrong anyway, by the way. That's fine. I was specifically said they're going to win six games or whatever in a row, and then they're going to get to 500 and end up going eight and nine. That's the thing about what Miami Dolphin fandom does to you, by the way. If any of you don't know this, what they do is they lower expectations down to the basement. And then they do some miraculous, stupid thing that takes expectations, not to the ceiling, but... I would say, like, if we're, talk- <laughs> if we're talking a two-story house, it takes you to, like, the middle of the stairs. You're not on the second floor yet, but you're also not on the first, so you get to, like, mezzanine. That's where the expectations take you. And then what happens is you plummet back down to the basement in true dolphin fashion. And that's 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 what happened. We, I mean, just, we just bad. It is what it is. We're, we're on to week 18 and we're going to talk about we're going to talk about many of the games we picked this week will have playoff implications because those are the ones where people are going to be actually trying to win so they should be the most entertaining games of the week the other ones a lot of people are ready to just go on vacation you may see a lot of them here you know trying their best to escape covid i got news for them lots of cases yeah then health and safety protocols you can see i just got off mine uh, it's been it's been a crazy Christmas. We are going to continue <laughs> to talk about what COVID has done to the NFL, to teams there, and also to our team because, as you can see, it's just me and John this week. No Cardo, still in health and safety protocols. But you know the format: we go five games, straight up winners and losers. Everyone has one team that they think is going to cover the spread, and we also go with one lock of the week. Loser has to buy everybody pizza this week. You see. Most gamblers, when they go to gamble, they go to win. When we go to gamble, we go to lose, subconsciously. 
You know how we start every podcast? It's not just about, you know our sponsors. It's not just about the sports book. There are all types of ways to gamble. And if you grew up around a certain demographic of Bahamians, you know how important deaths and birthdays are. We like to bring those to you every week before we get into football. So on the ones we lost on this day, as we record on January 6th, wow, it's been a year since those crazy people did that thing at the Capitol. Yeah. I cannot believe it's been a year. A whole year. <laughs> it feels like that happened like three months ago. So play 365. Play 365, maybe that's a good one too. Lost on this day, Teddy Roosevelt died in 1919 at age 60. He is the one that had the famous man in the arena quote that everyone uses. Basically, it's for people like anyone that gas bags in front of a microphone like we do. And so the quote goes like this. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how strong the man, how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, the one whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. Basically, he's saying, you know what? Give the credit to the people that are actually in the trenches and not the people who stand on the side and criticize. Whenever I hear that, I think of Skip Bayless. I don't know why. That's a good... That's a, yeah, I don't know. That's all I can say. Like, yeah, you're right, though. All right, that's a really good, really good quote that really touched John in a meaningful way. Also, not lost on this specific day but the world of football has to acknowledge this because all of our he's everyone's coach john madden died this week at age 85 last week this week anyways he died too soon i mean 85 is a pretty full life yeah no he had a full life but still he's a hall of famer in three different realms he was the hall of fame coach For the raiders and by the way if you didn't know how great of a coach john madden was please go back and look at the record that he had the Raiders on yeah. in that 10 years. Yeah, time. like 100 wins, 38 losses. Ridiculously and like a tie. good. Yeah, I something. think it's the way people are going to appreciate Mike Tomlin's record in the same way Yeah, when they look back. But at you it. know what was more impressive? Because I watched the Madden documentary. He didn't wear no headsets when he was. He wore headsets more broadcasting than coaching. Technolo- which to me technology, is impressive. Wasn't there yet. They, yeah. just, they just had to shout a lot. Also, lots of concussions and really horrible things. So, John Madden, of course, had the Hall of Fame career just being the coach of the Raiders. Yeah. Had a Hall of Fame career as a broadcaster because he legit worked for everybody and nobody cared. Worked for all of the major (laughs) broadcasters. And nobody hates him. Nobody hates him. He just had a good relationship with everybody and he just decided, I'm moving on. Boom. That's it. I have a surprisingly good John Madden. (laughs) I I did not know I had that in me. Tough talk, Jensen Atkin. And then, after that... If you And if you watch the All Madden documentary, you will learn more of the story and see just how much of a gamble this was. But lent his name, his reputation, his image and likeness to uh, really what at the time was a complete shot in the dark. Gamble on oh, yeah. a new concept called a football video game. And it turns into a juggernaut. Turns into one of the greatest sporting... Game, not just sporting game franchise, but one of the greatest video game franchises of all time. And because of that, his name gets to live on with a whole new generation. Yeah, like it's never going to go... Like Madden is Madden for the rest of eternity. Remember when um, 2K Sports tried to come in? Yeah. What happened to them? It was good for a while, but they couldn't last. It's like when another league pops up and tries to challenge the NFL. Like it's cool for a minute, but it's it yeah, doesn't it's have the gonna... same kind of staying power so it's at the point now where so like kaizen's generation they don't even call it the nfl or call it football it's just called madden madden yeah no it, it's just insane everyone's just like madden you want to play madden like madden is almost now like google yes or for bahamians joy 
Mm. Yeah. Oh, we should probably actually get to the game. Yeah. This week. <laughs> All right. This is what happens when you listen to the 10YS podcast. You know what you're getting into. All right, let's start with the Saturday night games. Well, there's a doubleheader on Saturday night, the one we are most concerned with, and I think a lot of the Bahamian football fan base is concerned with. You have the Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys favored by four and a half points, over under on this game, 42 and a half. Before we get to, as a matter of fact, before we even get any deeper into this game, we have to realize that before you place a bet, please play constant attention, be very vigilant of the COVID list. Because we told you how the 10YS team has, yeah. been, has, has been decimated by the health and safety protocols. So is most NFL franchises. Oh, yeah, just in time for Christmas. Um, good times. It, the NFL, the ongoing pandemic, just like everybody else. So The only difference is the NFL has adopted the CDC rules saying, hey, five days you get back to work. Here we're still in the Stone Age. So, well, 10YS has adopted the CDC. <laughs> I mean, we listen to the CDC. I don't know about nobody else. But just for from a point of reference, last year, 428 players went on the COVID reserve list. That was the whole season, right? Just, last week alone. Just in the month of December. December, 20, December 1st to 27th is where they measured this. 521 players. It's a single month more than the entire... I just want to... And I know every time we talk about football, we bring up basketball. It's like, yeah, this is the people... This season had the most NBA players yeah. in NBA history, and we're not even like a quarter way through the season. If football could just bring people up randomly the way basketball does, I guarantee it would happen. But football's a little different. It would be a perfect time for the XFL or USFL. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Or CAFL. Mm-hmm. You think Foster would try to come back? Yes. He's been losing. He would have played well in that um, <laughs> New England Buffalo game. <laughs> he could have done the Mac Jones job. Mike Foster <laughs> could have played quarterback. <laughs> in that Patriots So you're asking me game. for three passes? That's, That's it? it? I got that. That's what he had me doing. Very upset about that. Anyway, Cowboys Eagles. So we said we went on that COVID round just to tell you that out for the Cowboys, left tackle Tyron Smith and everyone's favorite for a defensive rookie of the year. And until TJ Watt just really broke out, he was in talks with defensive player of the year, Micah Parsons. Both out. The Eagles have like 12 players on their list. But as John said, CDC rule changes. Some guys may be back. Yeah. Some notables like Dallas Goddard is still in health and safety protocols. Jason Kelsey. I can remember those two are the two biggest. Fletcher Cox, right off the top of my head. Remember those. So that's who's going to be out. How does it impact who you're taking in this game? I'll be honest. That doesn't impact me. I just feel like Cal Dallas is really locked there playoff spot like they're in the playoffs so regardless of what happens everyone's like oh they're going for the one seed they lost um not cooper but gallup yeah they yeah. lost him that's losing a, that, gallup is big that's a big injury that they think lost. they call in antonio bro well i would <laughs> <laughs> at this point i just take in a wide receiver well, you, know, play. you know jerry don't give a shit about yeah, anything exactly so definitely um on a like I said, I think the the Parsons not playing is a bigger deal. Yeah, because Jalen that's, that's big. Jalen Hurts is playing much better than he played in college ever. Like Jalen Hurts, shoot, he was a big name. Are but you positive, you passed the five day. Help yes, <laughs> the ten days. It's okay. been well fourteen down here. But um, no, definitely Jalen Hurts is going to will this team to a win. Jalen Hurts... Especially in front of the home fans. He is really turning himself into this everyman kind of superstar because he had the... what A lot of people thought was the really touching viral moment when the 
shitty stadium. The barricade. Uh, in Washington, oh just man, you know I felt apart. bad for that cameraman though, because that fell you right would. on his. Like, most people didn't. That's a couple thousand dollars gone, and most people didn't even notice the cameraman. No, no they don't even care about they, his equipment. They were you I did saw. you did though. Yeah. You felt that you felt that one personally. You were like Jordan, and I took it personally. With my whole soul, I was just like, uh, like, did you notice that he kicked the the fans? No, I didn't notice. You didn't any notice of that? that. I just so noticed when it tumbling. fell. He took his like leg from it, and then he started kicking one of the fans. I would have been like, bro, I would have got up and kicked you in the face. Like literally, that is probably like a five to ten thousand dollar lens that he because it's not his money. It might be, bruh. Okay, if that happened to us, right? That's different. No, no, though, no, no, right? no, no. But if that happened to us and we happen to be in that position, and someone would come up and say, "Well, it's not his money." Yes, it is my money. A lot of photographers I know, like they freelance, they pay the money for the equipment. It's expensive as hell. It's not cheap. Look where you took us with this. Yeah. So. I don't care about the kick. You should have kicked all of them. Oh, all of the, all of that being said, Jalen Hurts had a moment with the fans that fell, and then he followed that up, writing a letter to Washington. Do you not know that Daniel Snyder? That was an Alabama education. Care? That was Missouri education. That was just. I feel like or that's SEC education. That's home education, and Jalen Hurts brought up C. Yeah, brought up C. And Jalen Hurts, I took that to mean I want to be a superstar. Here's how I do it. Yeah, no, I, and incredible. I, when PR I see moment. that, that's why I feel they're going to win the game. They're going to beat the Cowboys. Like they're going to go into the playoffs on a high. You made fun of me a lot this year for just having not blind faith and optimism in this Cowboys offense, but I just felt like it was going to be one of the fr- from the beginning of the season when I told y'all I thought this was one of the best offenses in the league, and I said it was because I picked Zeke Elliott second overall in fantasy. We never denied the wide receiving core. The offense in general, y'all didn't buy into the, this entire offense in general, but now that receiving core is banged up. Like Even the ones that are on the field are not healthy. The only thing with the Cowboys is it's too many highs and too many lows. There's there's yeah. no in-between games. It's either, woo, they're great, or woo, they suck. So, And playoffs coming, usually it's a woo, they suck. I'm going Cowboys on the road in this one. Yeah. I think the Cowboys go into the playoffs with... Mo- I, I, oh God, I promised myself that I don't go with this momentum thing because week to week things change. But I do feel like there's a psychological difference. If you win that last game of the season, you're feeling good about yourself. You look at your matchup in a different way than if you lose your last two games. So I'm going Cowboys in this one. Yeah, if you lose your last two, you don't ever want to go in losing. Backpedaling. Yeah. All right, we're on opposing sides on that one. Let's move on to game number two. This one is another one that I feel is important to the Bahamian fan base. You've got the Pittsburgh Steelers going on the road to Baltimore to face the Ravens in what is possibly likely Ben Roethlisberger's last NFL game. Ravens. Favored by six over under on this game, 41 and a half. I feel like that line is going to change once it's official that Lamar Jackson is not playing. As it stands right now, as we record on Thursday, Lamar Jackson has not practiced at all this week. He ain't playing this last game. They still have a uh, spot for the playoffs, a chance for the playoffs. They have to win to get in and... In that situation, you need the MVP. Here's where I'm going with this game. Oh, before I go, what is your opinion on players breaking NFL records with an extra game? Oh, I don't care. It's, like, it's not their fault that the times have changed and 
there are more games now than there was. Like this, this came about a lot in baseball when McGuire and Sosa were chasing Roger Myers is sixty one, and it even happened with Roger Myers because he played more games than Babe Ruth hitting sixty. I don't care whatever the rules are at that point. If you get the record, you get the record. That's the rules. Yeah. I agree. All right, so I think TJ Watt's gonna come out and um, break the record in this game. Oh, so you think he's gonna be the NFL MVP then? I didn't say he was gonna be MVP. I said, I think he's going to break the sacks record. Now, it depends on how many sacks he gets this game. If he gets four sacks, he could be top three for sure. What is the number of sacks that TJ Watt needs to have? How much does he have right now? 21.5. Okay, so if TJ Watt gets, if he has another game like he had last week against Cleveland. And gets into the playoffs. Yeah. He gets it. I'll say he gets it. So then you think he's at four sacks and TJ Watt is your MVP? Yeah. All right. Good. Reach. Bet on that. You know what? We have a place where you can bet on that. Island Luck Sportsbook. So, yes. No, I think that I'm going to go back to the way the Dolphins played the Ravens. Yeah. Right? That's a long they time ago. They utterly dominated them. They did. I feel that the Steelers' front line is better. The Steelers' front line is better. You have two very comparable players in TJ Watt and Jalen Phillips. Though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> definitely not. So, yeah, I just feel they that... play the same position. The, That's a comp. The, and the whole thing with Big Ben, this could be his last game. They could play so hard for Big Forget Ben. Forget that, because <laughs> his last game at home in Pittsburgh was still terrible. I don't think there's any emotion... Najee Harris. Yeah, it was great for Najee Harris. Yeah, Najee Harris. Horrible for... TJ Watt Najee Harris win the game. Horrible for the passing game. And now leading rece- their leading receiver, Deontay Johnson, out COVID protocol list. And he's definitely not going to be playing because he just went on the list today. So not enough time's going to pass. Are you sure? Positive. That's what he is. He needs five days, right? <laughs> I see what you did there. That's out. All right. So the Ravens, they need to win to get in. I don't think Lamar Jackson's going to do the Antonio Brown thing. I, I, I feel like Lamar Jackson's going to play this game. I know he has... It's a contract year for him, man. I get it, but at the same time, he's going to get paid regardless. He is. Like, it doesn't really matter. But this is how you have to look at the game. Is this like the tour game where... The same game against the Dolphins. Which tour game? <laughs> this With tour dressed up. Didn't start, uh, and then came in and, w- and won the game. You see all that dumb shit we was doing with Tua this year? Listen to what you said just now. That ridiculously stupid Who you sentence. got winning? I know what you think I'm going to say. And I'm going to say it. I'm going with the Ravens to win this game yeah. because I just have absolutely no faith in the Pittsburgh Steelers. If, if you thought the emotion was going to play a difference in the way they want to finish, I thought that would have played a difference at home. This offense is just bad. It's very anemic. And the fact that Mike Tomlin dragged Ben Roethlisberger's carcass to another winning record is a testament to how great oh, he is. Oh, he's a great coach. Hall of Fame. Easy. Happy Founders Day, Mike Tomlin. Hope you shook your shoulders, as John calls it. <laughs> Moving on to game number three. I think this is John's favorite game of the week. Yeah. They, I, first of all, NFL, <laughs> why y'all move it to 425? I want it to be the... I mean... The witching hour. And let me um, explain it, because now it's like, what do you mean you want to be the... Well, I love watching football. I just want the Dolphin seasons to be over. Why are we going to play on Saturday? <laughs> I just want it done. Like, I'm tired of the Dolphins. I'm tired of the crap. I already told y'all what was going to happen. 
And I'm going to go now and say the Dolphins are going to get beat so bad this game. It doesn't matter if we play this game. So you're going with Pats? Yes, I'm going with the Patriots. I mean, it's because that's your that's your Super Bowl pick, as as we've known. No, for I said quite that, a few that, weeks. that I think they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's literally your pick. No, my pick is going to be the NFC. All right, cool. All right, so here's the thing, right? Remember earlier in the podcast when we said that the Dolphins just take your expectations to the basement only to bring it back up to a level of mediocrity. Only? To a level. Mm-hmm. That's good. Why are you so good with puns today? Came up, your puns are positive, but you're negative. Yeah. All right. So here's what the Dolphins do, right? Now, right now, your expectations are at the basement. You know what the Dolphins want to do is to put you in a state of confusion with their mediocrity. So lose what do the they Falcons, what do they do? Lose to the Jags. Then you go on through a minus right? two yard pass to Waddle for a flicking safety that you lost the game by two points. Then you go on this streak. Then the playoffs are in reach. And what do you do? Once again, with the playoffs in reach, you have that kind of game. And let's not just blame it on Tua because Ryan Tanner had the same situation. No, it's not, it's not a Tua thing. This is a, this dolphin, is a dolphin thing. Yeah, no. It's not a Tua It's a culture. Thing. It's in our DNA. And I promise you, you can go back and research this. Look at the year when the Dolphins, all they had to do was win one of their last two games of the season. Ryan Tannehill and the Dolphins went on the road to Buffalo, and he threw for 82 yards. The Dolphins lost 19-0 to Thad Lewis. Thad Lewis played quarterback for the Bills. Where is Thad Lewis right now? You're probably waiting to get a phone call to play quarterback. Meanwhile, Ryan Tannehill, with a great team around him, currently has the number one seed in the AFC. Could have the number one seed heading into the playoffs, depending on what happens if Derrick Henry plays. But all that being said, the Dolphins are setting you up to have a offseason of just uncertainty. And how is that going to happen? I bet two is going to have his best game of the season. Yeah, I bet two is going to play incredibly. And instead, everyone right now who's steadfast on moving on, they're going to be reeled right back in and be confused. Well, look how he ended the season. Maybe things are going to turn around. Maybe it's a sign of things okay. to come. No. And that's where we're going to be for months. Dolphins win this game because playing the Patriots is their Super Bowl. I get why you say the Dolphins would win. But I feel that the media... And it doesn't matter what the media is. But I feel like the front office and the media have given up on tour. Like, say what you want to say about the front office. I still feel like they've given up. Um, his name's going to come up in every single trade talk. Just the one. Just the most important one. Yeah, just every single trade talk, which is Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> but my thing is this. The Dolphins have $75 million to spend, right? Two is on a, and I, I always say two is on a rookie contract. How about y'all just get him an offensive line, spend some money, dra- draft some picks, and give him a real shot? Because the whole thing is, is, you get Watson, you're now putting $25 million of that a year, just whatever. It's gone. Here's the thing, right? And it's great to have that money. It's great to have that nest egg. It's great to have high draft picks. But if you don't know what to do with that money, if you don't hit on the signings, if you don't hit on the picks, then you might as well not have it in the first place. You know what I'm actually scared of? Because I don't mind Flores right now, right? Yeah. He does enough not to get fired. He does. He, he is our... So much not is, to get fired. Who is the, uh, the Bengals coach? Marvin Lewis? The guy who was there for a long time? Yeah. yeah it that, was Marvin that, Lewis. That's who, that's who Flores could be. Yeah, Marvin Lewis had 
what had to be close to a yeah. 20 year run. It was ridiculous. So I feel that that's what's going to happen. But but even Marvin Lewis had some playoff highs. Flores ain't even at that yet. Yeah. Well, you got to think about this. Jim Harbaugh has reportedly like said, "Man, I want to go to the NFL." Is that happening again? Stephen Ross went to what school? <sighs> Michigan. Michigan. This dude about to get a blank check. Yeah, but I feel like that was the first time and I feel Harbaugh like, was available. No, no, no. I don't think that happens no, no. now. It will still happen. I guarantee if Harbaugh became available. Because I don't think Harbaugh would leave. He's going to leave a good Flores situation. would have had to been worse than he was now. Like People are talking about him being in coach of the year considerations. He's not getting fired after that. The only way he gets fired is if it's a hard line stats between I want Tua, Stephen Ross wants Watson, and that becomes like, unreconcilable for Wait, him. like $9 million plenty, though. Eh. Blank check coming. You think it's just gonna eh, under the table money? They got nils and um NFL play. Harbaugh ain't that guy, bro. I'm going Dolphins in this game just for just for the, the mere fact that they are going to frustrate us to no end. Oh, by the way, Patriots are favored by six and a half. I don't know if I said that. Over under in this game is forty. Definitely um over with Patriots scoring forty one. I don't know if it matters. <laughs> Let's move on to game four. Another game with playoff implications and perhaps record-setting implications. Uh, San Francisco 49ers on the road playing the L.A. Rams. Rams are favored by four and a half. Over-under on the game, 44. Who you got? What the craziest thing about this is Matthew Stafford. <laughs> Stafford or whatever. You could really just yeah. end right there. There could be a full stop. The craziest thing about this game is Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Now, the second crazy part is how is it that he's produced Throwing to Megatron. Yeah. And if I record then, and now Cooper Cup, he is going to be literally the number one and number two wide receiver with most yards in NFL history in a season is going to be for Matthew. That shows you that Matthew, a lot of people do this. I'm just going to throw to the guy who's open. Matthew Stafford takes a different approach to the quarterback position. I'm throwing to that guy whether he's open or not. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just what it's going to be. Yeah, but Megatron is always open. Mega, of course Megatron is always open. Cooper Cup is open a lot too. Yeah. No, no, but Megatron is be more open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You yeah. have to quadruple team him to be considered cover. This is another one of those situations where people are questioning, oh, it's more games than Calvin Johnson played if he gets the record. Mm-hmm. And Cooper Cup even played into it because, you know, he's a nice guy. And yeah, no Cooper take be, that. Yeah, he wants to be the final COVID, favorite. So he's, so he's saying, no, I don't think it's the same. Because we have more games. Cooper Cup, say it with your chest, bro. Like you're a receiver. If you get the record, you get the record. Now, for him to have both the receptions and What's the yards record, I think he needs like 16 catches for. Oh, you know, Stafford's going to be trying to throw him. But here's the thing I don't know how much they're going to push for that because this game is very important. Rams win, they clinch the NFC West. 49ers need the win because they are fighting with the Saints for that wild card spot. So. This is a game where both of these teams really need it, so I don't even know if there is an avenue for Cooper Cup to record chase in this game. Now, granted, the way the Rams play, it could just happen organically because he has games like that just naturally. But I don't know. We'll see where it goes. For the 49ers, nobody at this point is really sure who's starting a quarterback. Boy, um, that, that, that's an incredible... I'm just trying to see. Cooper Cup, six foot two, two inch. He's bigger than all the running backs. Yeah, no, I think people assume that Cooper Cup is small. Because I thought he was white. like six foot one eighty. Six foot two, two or eight. People think he's Wes Welker's size. No, he's no. Jamar Chase's size. Yeah. Like Cooper oh, Cup Jamar is Chase, no, Cooper Cup's not a little guy. He just no. plays in the slot. Eh, it's 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 the being white thing that's that's yeah. working against him. You're not uh, already. 
here's a question that came up when I was listening to Levitard. Is Cooper Cup the greatest white wide receiver of all time? As of right now, no. If he gets this record, no, Jordan, no, I understand getting the record, but you need to have some sort of consistency. Some sort of longevity. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, okay, if he has this record and they go on and win the Super Bowl, then I'll be like, you know what? Because you got to take playoffs and look yeah. at it. you got to magnify it. But if he comes next season, but he's always had good seasons. But if he. He's always had good yeah. ones. He just had Jared Goff. Yeah. <laughs> this is the difference. So. Yeah, no, I, I think he needs to produce. I'm not going to say he needs to produce three records breaking that, seasons in that, a row. You need to be get on your Stugat stuff because that's what he would say. Uh-huh. All right, so he's averaged. So his last three years, he's averaged 1,100, 974, yeah, 1,800. All right, if he could produce two more 1,000-yard seasons, I'll give it to him. Definitely for this generation, though. I think he's such an inspiration to white but kids out there. Who, who are we, we going to compare him to? You know what? Can they, you Google best white wide receiver? Off the top of my head, yeah. I'm going Steve Largent. I think Steve Largent's in there. Ed McCaffrey's in there. Christian best McCaffrey's dad. He's got to be in there. And I think outside, I think outside of those two, you got to go they back. They actually to have like, a list. I think to, you got to go back to before, then the before time, the long. Jordy Nelson is twelve. Wayne Schubert. Oh, Wayne Corbett wasn't that Sherbert, nice. I don't care about him. Okay. Ed McCaffrey there's, was 10. There's your Stu Gosling. Chris Collinworth's 9. I, really? Don Hudson. Leather See, helmet. they had to go back to the before yeah. time, the long I don't get, ago. no, I just think anybody. We're Fred Benenikoff. Benenikoff, we're not going uh, in any pre So they got Wes Welker at 3. Oh, how could I forget Welker? Welker's there. But see, the difference. Steve Laurier is, is 1. Yeah. The, yeah. dif- the difference is how Cooper Cup does it is completely different from how Welker does it. Oh, yeah. Well, Welker was in the slot the whole time. But wow, yeah, no. On a tangent about the best white, <laughs> white wide receivers. receivers. <laughs> this is great, though. I think that he needs to produce like two more seasons like that. Two more to get I- I'm not, not records, but you know, what Jamar Chase put up this year, if he could do that for like well, <laughs> two, <laughs> but two more years. I'm just saying, if, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, if he could produce those type of things, 1,000 yards, 15 touchdowns, boy, he's yes. good. Yeah, he's good already. Could the Dolphins get him? No, not a chance. Uh, as I was saying, though, no word yet on who starts a quarterback for the Niners. Um, as of this moment, Shanahan said if Garoppolo can hold the ball and throw it, he's going to start. <laughs> Which, okay, breaking news. Other, well, other than that, then Trey Lance gives it a go. Trey Lance looked good last week. That That's exactly what 49ers Aaron Donald. Yeah, so who you got in this one? I'm going with the Rams because I think Cooper Cup's going to break the record and Stafford's going to make it a point for him to break the receiving record. I think they're going to push for that and it could be a problem. Matthew Stafford has... He's thrown an incredible amount of pick sixes this year and it's the reason... They almost lost last week. Yeah, yeah, and it's a reason he fell from being in the top three and there's that MVP balloting and Cooper Cup, his name rose... Uh, along the rankings, I but thought, no, okay. The thing is, we when my man was over here, yeah, Ricardo, before he got in the health and safety protocol, mm-hmm. we were always saying Cooper Cuff should have been higher. Yes, and I, I was always, I agree. You I was, said, I was always saying that it's if the it comes down to it, the quarterback. the quarterback is going to get. But I disagree. When the quarterback starts throwing pick sixes, <laughs> that changes the equation. Oh, just like sacks, eh? No, not just like sacks, <laughs> because those are scores for the other team. Not just like sacks. I'm going 49ers in this one. I think mm. uh Surprise. No, I think I think it's a statement. You don't game. think Jimmy Garoppolo is playing, right? I'm just saying. Is you don't think he's playing? No, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is okay, playing. Okay, there you go. That that Know your boys. 
It's not because... No, you boys. All right, this next game has two white quarterbacks. Game five on the list. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders hosting the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers favored by three. Over-under on this game, 49 and a half. This has to be the Justin Herbert. I mean, he's had many statement games, but like, this has to be it because this is the one to get you in the playoffs. Yeah, and before we do it, if the Colts lose the game, someone brought up yeah. went on Twitter, Richard... Sherman, whatever hey. his name is. Anyways, if the Colts lose, if the Chargers and Raiders tie, they both get in. They go to that. Now, what would you do? I go in for the tie. <laughs> I want to get in the playoffs. But see, both people have to agree to that. No, no, I understand. Both people have to agree. But at the same time, it's just like, okay. Well, not necessarily. Because if you look at it, let's say it's a 13 13 game and you have a chance to go for a field goal and you just tell you kick a shank it. No, or. Not even tell well, the shake it, bobble the snap. The, the problem of that is, I mean, yeah, kicking a field goal, it could get blocked and think, but... You, you, could, just, you could just tell the it's yeah. all on the place. No, 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 but I no, no. If you're going to kick a field goal, you're going to kick a field goal to win, right? Because at the end of the day, the kickers probably have incentives and there's disincentives to win. Like, if you're at the 20-yard line and you get the ball with two minutes left, right. you might say, you know what? Let's take some knees and, and roll... Roll this game. They have no timeouts. Here's the thing about football. It, unlike basketball or maybe even baseball, you, you can't half-ass football. No. You can't. Like, you, you have to legit play it. Here, I don't know if there's a way for them to force is, a tie. Yeah, here is how you force a tie as a, um NFL team. You kick the ball off, right? Yeah, that's, you got to start the game you, like you that. You catch it, then you drop it on the floor and let the two teams go to the sideline. And just leave because the ball is live. No one's picked up the ball. So what happens at the end of the quarter? You just have to have someone like take a knee, okay. like, and then so you four knees and the game's done. No, 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 four knees. You have to fumble it, uh-huh. and you have to have no one pick it up. Hmm. I like this. It's going to be horrible viewing. Te- yeah, horrible viewing. It's going to be horrible. TV. Media partners will be pissed off because there'd be no commercial breaks. Oh, people would riot. That would be no. But I wonder if the NFL has a policy in. I in don't. That. I don't. See how they could legislate something like this. Could who would think to do this ridiculous shit? I don't see how they could legislate it. That being said, none of this is going to happen. I think the Chargers win. Yeah, I think the Chargers win too. Yeah, there you go. But I would love to see it. Like I would love to see two teams you like, win. You league. like chaos. Yeah, winningly just say, you know what? This we, this is not surprising. And me what would the what would the playoff this. seeds be though? Would they just be like six and seven, like just getting in? I wasn't going through all the the different playoff scenarios. I'm mm. gonna be honest with you. Let's move on to locks of the week. My lock of the week, my guaranteed win. I'm going with chalk this week. Kansas City Chiefs favored by 10 and a half points on the road playing the Denver Broncos. I don't care who's in there for the Chiefs, whether it's... Is Chad Henney still the backup? I think so. But they're not playing the backups because the Chiefs, uh, because of that loss to the they Bengals have last to, they week, they have to win. They got to play for the number one seed because they're tied with the Titans at eleven and five. So Mahomes is going to be full Mahomes. Chiefs win on the road. Chiefs Lock it in. Good. I'm actually still confused by this line. Of course you are. And which line is that? The line that the Cleveland Browns are favored over the Bengals. That has to be a mistake. Uh, honestly, um, we're going to have to call this in. <laughs> we got to check, check, check um, like, um, I don't know, All someone right. in Vegas. I'm check someone it. in Vegas. We only check the Island Lux sports book. Yeah. It has Cleveland at a six-point favorite 
at home, right? So they're at home. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Yeah, that can't be right. About to put it on them. That can't be right. Cleveland has given up on this season. Did it's you see what they lost to last week? Yeah, literally the Bengals are going to cover if they lose, but they're going to outright win this game. Lock it in, man. And my team that I think is going to cover the spread, you have the Indianapolis Colts on the road playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. The line on this game, 15 and a half. Now, I know you're thinking the Jaguars are just done with this god-awful season. Trevor Lawrence got to have one game, dog. Like, it's been, it's been one of the least talked about stories in the NFL, how horrible of a season that Trevor Lawrence has had. He's got to have one game. This is it. White this is the last the chance. Hand. Privilege. I mean, he's also, like, very, very good. No, he is good. You believed in him so much coming I still believe in him. I still believe in him, too. I just think, hey. Jacksonville's that bad. Situation matters a lot. You put him in Miami, win the playoffs. You ask Kai Jones how much situation matters. Wait, plenty. (laughs) I'm saying. But because of that, I think even if the Colts win this game, and they probably will, I don't think it's by two touchdowns. I think the Jags cover. Me. Yes, you. It's your turn. That's how that's. I feel that there's an important factor in a game. uh, Points. Now, as we know, Buffalo is unpredictable when it comes to the weather. That lake of snow effect, or whatever they call it, it's breezy. Now, that shitty it's sixty percent chance for like s- snow flurry, sleep, snow. Should have had Young Basil on here for this. Yeah. So I feel that the conditions are going to play a big part in that game. I also feel that Buffalo don't they don't want to get hurt, and that's the type of weather you get hurt in, right? Yeah. Whenever you whenever you try to avoid it, it's when it happens. That's yeah. why I said you can't have the great football. equalizer is weather. Also I always talent. say that. Now you're not the only one. The Jets are underdogs by 16 and a half points. That is a big line. I think the Jets cover based on how well they played the Bucks. The weather. I like that. That's actually good. I may have to put some action on that. I do think the Jets are going to cover. Yeah, no. I, I think that's a big line and seriously the weather. All right. Let's talk some futures. MVP, I, it's... It's all Aaron Rodgers. I don't think anyone else has a shot at this point. Aaron Rodgers is well ahead of the competition. It's, yeah, big yeah, time. I mean, minus 500 right now, so far ahead of Tom Brady. It's, it, I think it's a done deal. I think it's all Aaron Rodgers to lose. Yeah, the only person that I would have given the chance to is Jonathan Taylor. but I think he fell out of the yeah, race. Yeah, no, but Aaron Rodgers is just like... I was watching something that like, oh, the MVP voters not going to vote for Aaron because of the COVID situation. You know what? That was one guy though. No, no, I, I just, think, I was just bringing that up because yeah. I think it's stupid. Yeah. First of all, that man is going to win MVP, and that's how it is. You know what has to happen for him not to win MVP? He has to throw like four or five picks and John- a quarter. Yeah, and Jonathan Taylor has to run for 300 yards to break the 2,000 barrier or yeah. something like that. Like, that's... Aaron Rodgers, I think, has, has locked it in, and, and yeah, that's I, it. I, I think we And then he's coming to now, Miami. If we were... Who's the guy on CNN that's always in front of the Telestrator on election night? Is it King? Is it John King? I think it's John King. You can call this state... Call Wolf? 
Wolf Blitzer is the one that he's the quarterback, but King is always called yeah. in the states. He Anyways, has the machine. He win. Anyway, he win. We're calling, calling. You can yeah, call the election we're, we're for Aaron. Rogers, we're calling it for Aaron. That's it. Uh, Depoy, TJ Watt. That's done. We can call that. We yeah, can call yeah, that, that one too. That, that one's also done. And you, you also think he's going to win MVP if he gets twenty five. All right, no, it's not happening. <laughs> uh, rookie of the year, Jamar Chase. Easy. Jamar Chase got Easy. it. I mean, I know if Carter was here, he would be do, very vocal. Do they have for Mark offensive Jones. or defensive rookie of the year? It's just one. I think. I think they do. Okay. See, this is how great we know football. Yeah. If they only have rookie of the year, it's Jamar Chase. If they have defensive rookie of the year, Michael Parsons. It's Michael Parsons. No, I know they do have that. Okay. Yeah. They so definitely, that. those are the the two players. Yeah, that's it. Damn, we're calling a lot of races. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else does the NFL have? The NFL has what? Comeback player? Who came back this year? I don't. No one. Tua. Tua. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is, is Tua the comeback <laughs> player of the year? No. Like, okay, let's just think about it. If we had to think of a comeback player of the year, I'm going Tua. It's not going to be No, it's not Tua. We're not going to think of that right now. Uh, Let's go to the AFC. Coming out of the AFC, who you think, and you have been a big proponent that you feel like you're going to get the storyline with Pats and Bucks. You think the Pats are coming out of the AFC? Yeah, I think New England still. I I said it publicly before we all got into health and safety protocol type stuff. Um, yeah, no, I think New England is going to pull it off. I just think, um, God, when Carter's not here, I have the best takes. You Bill Belichick's going to figure out a way how to win these games to get to the Super Bowl. Right now, New England plus 700 in odds to win the AFC. If you want to place a futures bet on who goes to the Super Bowl, leading the AFC right now, Kansas City at plus 225. You the only team really- I see right there that could beat New England is actually two. It's Kansas City and Cincinnati. I think but I don't think Buffalo and Tennessee could beat them. I was about to say, I mean, pretty good value on Tennessee at plus 425. Derrick Henry it's is gonna getting return. healthy. He's going to play in week 18 to get ready for to have that game ahead of the playoffs. Yeah. Even so, fake Derrick Henry, not terrible. No, dreadlocks. Not terrible. Dreadlocks, tall, stronger than everybody else just destroyed. Let's move on to the NFC. So looking at our NFC odds, the same way that a lot of people think Aaron Rodgers is running away with the MVP, looks like Green Bay is kind of running away with the NFC. And the difference is, and I don't think the odd makers have brought this into consideration, Tom Brady about to use this Antonio Brown thing to fire up everybody. I was so proud of us for going an entire podcast. However long, how long have we been running? Like 40 minutes. We went 40 minutes without bringing up the Antonio Brown situation. 42. This is the only podcast, the only type of media entity in the entire world that went 40 minutes without bringing up Antonio Brown. I say that. Unequivocally, and what we're did the we, only ones. What did we bring it up to say? Tom Brady's going to use this to fire his team up to get to the Super Bowl. So I have Tampa Bay right now winning the NFC. Tom Brady loves chip on the shoulder. Chip on the shoulder. Tom Brady will create random chip on the shoulder chip. stories out of nothing. Nothing. I think he's still continuing to play just to manufacture chip on the shoulder. No, yeah. The chip on his shoulder, by the way, uh, completely Botox, but it's there. Yep. No, I think so. That So, you know, who do you have? Green Bay. Yeah. I think Packers going. I mean, I'm sorry, not Packers. I think the Bucks are going back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I got a New England 
You you don't know AFC yet. You, I, I mean, you want Mahomes. Yeah, I want Mahomes. Yeah, you I, want no, I think the Chiefs are winning the whole thing. Oh. I think the Chiefs are winning the whole thing. I think in a rematch with the Bucks, the Chiefs get it this time. So the Chiefs are at plus 500? Yeah. I like it. You you got them. I hate when this happens. Um, New England's plus six. So we're going to put a bet on that. Yeah. Solid $20 on yeah, that. I'm, and that's going to be a good return. No, when, I'm, I'm definitely going. That's if New England wins. But I think Tampa's going to win the Super Bowl, the NFC. But you could still hedge your bets and play 20 on both because that plus 800 and plus 1600 isn't bad odds. You get good value for whatever picks you make this week, whatever picks you make during the playoffs, whether it's futures, whether it's your week by week money line over under spreads, whatever it is, you can find all of that on the Island Lux Sportsbook. They also have live in game betting, so don't worry about it if you don't get to put your bets in before kickoff. You got up until the final whistle. So gamble responsibly, and hopefully, you got a lot of happy fans in there at the end of this thing, not like me and John. <laughs>